Hi, I'm Matthew from PanicAttackRecovery.com. We're a collaboration of former sufferers who are helping current sufferers of anxiety, panic attacks, and agoraphobia. Before getting started with this episode, I want to explain how you can make sure that you are not missing out on any of our content. You can visit our website and sign up for our free email newsletter. Obtain a range of articles about panic attacks, anxiety, and agoraphobia. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. By taking advantage of these options, you can be assured that you will not be missing out on any of our resources. Please visit our website at panicattackrecovery.com. In a previous podcast episode, I discussed the individual that was having difficulty getting a slice of pizza and avoiding public places that were outside of his work because as an introvert, he needed to go to work and needed to do a job around other people and in a job that one would typically associate being occupied by an extrovert, was very good at his job, had no difficulty with his job. However, one of the fundamental things that led to his anxiety about getting a slice of pizza If you recall from the example, he was avoiding going to the local pizzeria because that had taken on a life of its own. So in other words, he avoided going to the pizza shop because he was an introvert and it was yet one other instance where he had to go around people. And because he could avoid it, that's what he did. But as I said, when we avoid things in life, they take on a life of their own and the anxiety increases, increases, and we are absolutely almost assured that we'll avoid them because of the level of anxiety that's encountered and the fact that we refuse to face that anxiety and we just avoid getting that slice of pizza as in this example or fill in the blank with whatever the issue is that you're avoiding. Now the purpose of this podcast is not to rehash everything that was stated in the previous podcast and you can get that in more detail by going through my existing podcast but the point was to talk about introversion and extroversion. I'm going to start with introversion being an introvert as it were because many people that have anxiety and panic attacks are introverts. But this is not always the case, so I just want to be very clear about that. That I'm not saying that everyone that has anxiety and panic attacks have introverted personalities, that we're always introverted in our life. It doesn't mean that we avoid public situations all the time, or we can't be very extroverted at times. It means that, overall, we have this need to be introverted. And we almost need this time alone to be able to kind of regroup, refocus, focus on new goals or refocus on old ones, get back on track. So we almost need this sort of recharging time. And this has been said by many people over the years about introverts. But the reason I wanted to discuss this, on the one hand, if we avoid things in life, as I've discussed, they can increase our anxiety more and more. So we shouldn't avoid doing things just because we're scared. However, what I wanted to discuss is that there tend to be people who are introverted in many circumstances And they often need this recharge time. If they deny themselves such recharge time, then their anxiety can actually increase more and more. I'm not saying avoid situations because you're introverted. I'm saying know a trait of your personality. Do you tend to be introverted or extroverted? Now, I'm not talking about, and that's why I want to really clarify and drill down here, do you tend to be introverted in in some situations or avoid certain situations like public speaking? Because many people, even extroverted people, can be quite nervous when it comes to public speaking and being judged by others, their peers, what have you. So I think that that's quite natural and there are techniques to deal with that. What I'm saying is, do you tend to be introverted though in more circumstances of your life? In other words, do you tend to want to have that alone time throughout the day? Because there are people who don't need that sort of time to themselves. In fact, they are motivated by 
their time with others. So those would be extroverted people. In other words, people that function better when they're around others. And in fact, others are a source of motivation for them. And if you took away other people and the extrovert is alone, they become actually much less motivated. Whereas the introvert might become more efficient and motivated at times when they're by themselves and they can work independently quite well. It doesn't mean that an extrovert couldn't ever work by themselves or independently. And I just want to be clear again, but I do want to make the point that there is a difference between being introverted and extroverted. And it's important to accommodate both of those personality types. I think it's important for you to discover what your tendencies are and to be realistic about your goals. So in other words, all that requires is recognition that you need some alone time each day, or you need some recharging time throughout the day to kind of regroup. And what you'll find is you can probably go back out again and do all of the things you'd like to do. But you're also reflecting that, okay, your personality tends to be a little introverted at times in certain situations. You need that recharge time. But once you give yourself that recharge time, you can go back and face your fears and go to settings that scare you or make you nervous, as we've discussed in previous podcasts. But at the same time, you're honest about yourself. You're recognizing this aspect of your personality. You're working with it. And in the long run, you'll fare much better. So let me recap what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is get to know your personality and get to know whether or not you tend to be more introverted than extroverted across several situations. So don't just look at one example and say, okay, I'm an introvert or I'm an extrovert, but look at your life and and just see what your tendencies have been. Next, recognize if you feel that you are an introvert, that you might need this recharge time. In other words, some time by yourself to regroup, refocus, and just spend time by yourself on a regular basis and see if that benefits you. And thirdly, what's important is not to become a recluse because this isn't about being by yourself all the time. This is just saying if you are introverted, you need some recharge time to yourself and you need to be realistic about this. But you need to be around people. We're all social beings and you need to go into society on a regular basis and should do that. It's healthy and you can enjoy things. And if you don't avoid things, you don't miss out on the richness of life. That's what I talked about in a previous podcast. By not going into situations because you're fearful, can cause you to miss out on the richness of life. But it's just as true that by feeling that you shouldn't ever enjoy being by yourself because it's a bad thing, it's unhealthy to be introverted, is not being fair to yourself if this tends to be a reflection of your personality. Because, again, that's a form of richness for you to maybe be introspective and reflect on your life and regroup and refocus. And in the long run, you can be more efficient. And overall, you're getting all the aspects of life, both in the public and both the private time. So really what I'm talking about is just do an inventory on yourself, figure out what your personality tendency is in terms of introversion or extroversion, and come up with a realistic expectation for yourself so that if you need that recharge time on a regular basis that you take that recharge time and open yourself up to all of the circumstances in life that can make life so rich and rewarding. All information presented in these podcasts is provided for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for a psychologist, psychiatrist, or other healthcare provider's consultation. Please consult a psychologist, psychiatrist, or appropriate healthcare provider about the applicability of any opinions or recommendations with respect to your own panic attacks, anxiety, or agoraphobia, or any other symptom or condition. I want to explain how you can make sure that you are not missing out on any of our content. You can visit our website and sign up for our free 
email newsletter. Obtain a range of articles about panic attacks, anxiety, and agoraphobia. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. By taking advantage of these options, you can be assured that you will not be missing out on any of our resources. Please visit our website at panicattackrecovery.com.